Nothing But The Words, episode number 59, Design Your Writing Space. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candice L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are going well. I've been thinking a lot about space this week. Your space, as I'm sure you're aware, affects your mood and your attitude and the way you move through the day. And your space can directly impact your creativity and your productivity. Even though I've made some changes to my home office during the pandemic, I got a new desk and I probably didn't get exactly the right size. (laughs) And I got a new table in here to put things on. It's still not exactly what I want it to be. And part of that is that I need to just reorganize some things, hang up some things and make it really the space that works best for me for different things. But that hasn't stopped me from writing. This is the place where I coach clients via Zoom during the pandemic and before the pandemic and in person when we don't have these issues going on. It's the place where I do a lot of planning and short content creation, like writing newsletters or writing social media posts. But when I'm writing a book, I usually choose a different space in my house. Even if I'm in my office, I'm not at this desk. I've found that the right space can make writing just flow so much more easily. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, though. I have written while sitting in the car in a parking lot and in the stands at a basketball game and in the parents' lobby at the dance school many, many, many times. I've ridden on airplanes and even in the passenger seat as the car sped down the freeway, usually with my husband driving. You can really write anywhere. Any place you can take your laptop or pen and paper or even your phone, you can get some writing done. I've written in coffee shops and cafes and hotel lobbies. And as soon as the world opens up a bit more, I plan to do those things again. But if you want to develop a writing habit and finish your book, in a reasonable amount of time, because that requires consistent writing, I suggest you claim a specific space for writing. Now more than ever, it's important to have that writing space within your home or your office or what's available to you. I know writers who write at the kitchen table and in the laundry room and in the garage and in a shed and even in bed. I had a mentor who designed her guest room as her writing room and she would spend part of the writing time writing in bed. Now, I occasionally do that on weekends when I just need a real change of pace, but it's not really something I recommend. You can tend to get tired and it's not super great for your posture either. Having a dedicated writing space can help your brain recognize that it's time to write. You're here to write. When you sit down at that place over and over again, it can become a writing trigger. It can trigger your writing habit after a few sessions. So let's look at five elements of your creative writing space. Five easy to accomplish elements, no matter what kind of place you live in. The first element of a creative and productive writing space is comfort. As you can imagine, I write a lot. And last year I wrote myself right into a bout of carpal tunnel syndrome in both wrists. I was able to resolve it with some simple exercises and by changing my whole work setup, which is how I ended up with this wrong size desk. You obviously don't want to get into that situation. You can Google the right laptop setup so that you're not putting unnecessary strain on your hands and wrists and shoulders. But even if you're not at risk for carpal tunnel or anything like that, physical discomfort is unpleasant. 
We don't like it. And it can give you an excuse to stop writing. So you want to set yourself up in a comfortable space for months, maybe even over a year. My husband sat in a desk chair that was kind of broken. (laughs) He is, shall we say, frugal. And he did not see a reason to replace that chair, even though every time he got up and sat down again, he had to put one of the wheels back on and he had to sit in the chair and balance his weight just right so it didn't tilt to one side. For his birthday, our daughters and I got him a new chair. And I'm willing to bet his writing is more productive without that distraction. Even if it's not, I feel better. It's not distracting to me. So that's a win. You don't need a huge space. You just need to make it comfortable and dedicated to your writing time. The only place where I really write in my office is a club chair that sits in one corner and it sort of embraces me when I sit in it and it's super comfortable and it has lots of good memories tied to it and I can just pull up a tray and sit there and write. And so that's really comfortable for me and I only sit in that chair in my office when I am in writing mode. Keep in mind that an important part of comfort is the ability to work uninterrupted. Depending on how big, how small, or how crowded your house is, this can be the biggest challenge in creating a comfortable writing space. You can always turn off your phone, and I suggest you do. But if there are other people, they are likely to want to interrupt you. So when my kids were little, I taught them to respect the do not disturb sign on my door. They also learned that if I was writing at the dining room table, I was writing. And so it was not time to interrupt me, right? I set them up with what they needed. And then I got into my writing zone. If you need to work with your family and give them time to learn, but work with them and teach them to respect your writing time and space, even if you have to set it up in what's typically a communal area of the house. The second element of your creative writing space is sound. Some authors prefer to write in complete silence. Others prefer a certain level of music or ambient noise. I like silence in the early mornings before the sun comes up because that just feels like a time that should be silent to me. But during the day, I often write to cafe sounds. You can find them on YouTube. Just Google, just type in cafe sounds and something will come up, which include music, and the ambient noise of a coffee shop. So you'll hear chatter, but not so much so that you want to listen in on the conversation. You'll hear the whir and the grind of the coffee being made. I like that sort of background noise sometimes. If you enjoy music at all, I recommend no lyrics so you don't get caught up in those lyrics. If you go to candiceldavis.com slash writing session, you'll find a 30-minute writing session there, and you'll hear the kind of music I typically write along to. The third element of your creative writing space is inspiration. This is not going to come as a shock. I have lots of books in my writing space. Sometimes I'll read a few pages of a book that inspires me before I start a writing session. I may even read a few pages of poetry just to get that rhythmic sound in my head. Even though I'm not writing poetry, I like to get into the rhythm. I also keep books I've written and books written by my friends and my clients in that space. I have gifts given to me from my writing friends and clients as well. Depending on what I'm writing, I might have a picture of my one perfect reader or character in my book posted where I can see it while I'm writing. Sometimes I'll even design like a fake book cover, nothing fancy. I'm not a designer, but just something that gives me the vision of what it is I'm trying to create. Whatever inspires you and reminds you of your book goals can be a great addition to your writing space. My dear writing friend and client, Dolly Carlson, gave me an angel, a little tiny angel about four inches high many years ago. And I keep that in my writing space. It inspires me to write when I see it. Element number four of your creative writing space is aroma. You probably know where I'm going with this. 
If you're an incense person, go for it. That's not really my thing, but I do like scented candles made from safe, natural ingredients. I also love the smell of fresh flowers. If you can keep whatever scent you choose unique to your writing space and your writing time, you'll find that it can also become a trigger for your creative process. I bought my husband a pipe tobacco scented candle, and every time I smell it, I'm inspired to write. So I guess I should buy one of those for myself. It just has this, it just creates this image of a writer typing by the fire and maybe smoking a pipe with his flippers on. It just creates that image in my head. So it inspires me to want to write. For you, it might be the smell of a cup of fresh coffee or your favorite tea. Whatever it is, allow the evocative nature of scent to help you get into your writing zone. And that brings us to element number five of your creative writing space. Just like smell, taste can be powerfully evocative. I used to drink coffee in the morning and tea while I wrote in the evenings. And for years, that was part of my writing space. Don't get crazy with this one, though. I have a friend who ate candy bars. (laughs) during her writing time while she wrote her first book. And you can imagine what the results of that were. She has since recovered, but I don't recommend the eating of junk food while you're writing. And it just kind of clouds your brain anyways. So it's not super helpful to the creative process. I don't like to eat while I work at all. I like to take an eating break away from my writing space. It's not my eating space. It's my writing space. So for me, any taste is almost always going to be a beverage. It can be as simple as putting cucumber slices in your water when you write. You just want something special that's reserved for your writing space and time. The five elements of your creative writing space, comfort, including an uninterrupted time and place, sound, inspiration, smell, and taste do not require you to have a dedicated writing room. I have not always had a dedicated space for work or for writing. You can pick a corner of your bedroom, one end of your dining room table, or whatever space you have available to you. Make it your own, even if you have to create a little kit, a little box, or a little bag of all your things that you set up for each writing session. Remember, it doesn't have to be a lot. A simple candle, a simple picture, good to go. Keep coming back to that space. Keep setting it up with the things that inspire you and help you shift your mind into writing mode. Within a few weeks, it will feel like you've always written there and you'll find more often than not that the words flow just a little more easily, (laughs) that they flow a little more consistently, that you're able to focus a little better than you could before. That's it for this week's episode, my friends. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candice L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.